All right, today's daf is Shabbos daf Kufnun Vav, second to last daf in the Masechta. So we're on Kufnun Hamah Beis. We are a few lines from the bottom. Mehalkatin Latana Garlin Venaisin Mayin Lamorson. So that's about uh, seven lines from the bottom. So the Mishnah told us that one is allowed to uh, add water. Let me get a different mask because he can't hear anything. One is allowed to add water to the bran on Shabbos. So the Gemara is going to say like this. Amar Abaya, Abaya said the following. I'm Risek Hamei Demar. I said the following in front of Mar, who is Rebbe. I asked, I asked him the following question. Masnisin Mani, who is the author of our Mishnah that holds that you're allowed to add water into bran? Now, what's the discussion? One of the malachis of Shabbos, one of the Lamatas malachis is lush, is kneading dough. That was how you made bread. So how do you make, how do you knead dough? You take flour and water and you actually knead it. So the question is, is that called lush by just adding the water to the flour or do I actually have to knead the dough in order to make it consider lush? You make it a mass, a dough mass, and that is the malacha. So Abaya asked Rebbe, Masnisin Mani, who is the author of our mission who says that simply adding water to the bran is not considered lisha at that point. Vamrali and Rabbi responded, Rabbi Yosi bar Yehudi, it is the opinion of Rabbi Yosi bar Yehudi, the Tani learned in a brisa, echa nois in esakamach, viecha nois in mayim, someone who brings flour, another per- person puts water into it, ha'achrin chayev, the one who did the second step whether it was adding flour to water or adding water to flour, the second step, he is chayiv. Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe holds merely putting water, adding water to flour, which is the first step of making a dough, that is called lush on Shabbos. However, Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda Aymer, you're not chayiv for kneading the dough until you're megabal, until you actually knead it. That's when it's called lush, that's when it's called kneading. So Rebbe responded that the author of our Mishnah, which allows one to to, uh, to need, to, I'm sorry, to add water to bran must be the opinion of Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda. So the Gemara says, Dilma, perhaps, Rabbi Yosi Bar Yehuda, Hasa, maybe only in that case, when you add water to flour, maybe that's not considered needing. Why? Because mm-hmm. by flour, there's a second step. What do you do when you make a dough? You add water to the flour. You're not done yet. You have to actually process, you have to knead it. So there's two steps. And in Hilcha Shabbos, we're always concerned from Malachas Mach Shabbos, you're taking something from point A to point B, taking flour and making it into dough, merely adding water to it wouldn't be called the Isra Daraisa, the Gemar Malacha of kneading to make a dough. So perhaps when it comes to flour, simply adding the water, you shouldn't do it, but it's not going to be the Isra Daraisa, the Isra Daraisa of making a dough, that would be uh, the second step, the finished the finish process. Okay? And perhaps it's even more to add water to flour. But that's only kemach, the bar gibelhu. There's a second step to it. Ava Morrison, when it comes to bran, the la bar gibelhu, there's nothing else to do. Bran will never become a good dough. So you can add bran into flour and make, you know, a whole wheat, but you can't, you can't um, make a dough out of just bran. So therefore, what is the most leisha you can do? What's the most you can actually put it together? By adding the water. So that is the gemar malacha. That's the finished process of a bran. You know, you're sprouted, you know, uh, grain bread, it's, it's a mush, it's not really a dough, so 
adding the water, that would be considered gibula. So would agree, since it's a one-step process, that step alone of adding water would be this. Just like says, not true, maybe not the Tanya Bahadya, because we have a beferish, we have an explicit brisa that says, a nice in the more sun. One is not allowed to add water to brand, Devi Rebbe. However, one is allowed, 100% allowed to add water to brand because he holds that simply adding water to a grain is not considered lush. Lush has to actually be kneading a dough, making a dough mass. Simply adding water is never going to be a problem. Okay. We learned in the following One is not allowed to Goivel um, means to to, uh, to to need And some say You are allowed to do it on Shabbos So the Gemara says What's going on here? Who's the one that holds You're allowed to knead the dough To, to knead this uh, kali This toasted kernel on Shabbos, so, um, Rav Chista, Rav Chista says, Rav Yosi Bar Yehudi, Rav Yosi Bar Yehudi is the one who holds that you're allowed to add water to to flour. So therefore, and I'm also allowed to add water to bran. So too, when you have gibel, which is not going to be a real uh, a real dough at the end, it's there's a, it's a mush, but it's not a real dough. So therefore, I'm allowed to add water to this uh, to do this gibel as well. So I'm allowed to be goivel on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, This heter is only when you are doing a shino. You're doing a different uh, process. What are you doing that's different? You do a little at a time. A little by little. That's the way you, you do a shinoi, and then you're allowed to knead this, uh, this mush on Shabbos. Vishavin, and they agree at Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi, everybody agrees. Sheboicha shin es hashasis b'Shabbos. You're allowed to make this food called shasis. We had this in, in the Gemara Bracha, Shatita, shasis, which was some type of toasted kernels. And you add water to it, you add oil and salt. So you're allowed to do this with a spoon. Since you're not really making a dough, it looks like some type of, uh, I don't know, like a... Uh, Granola, it looks like some, some interesting type of food, but it's not a real dose. So you're allowed to do this on Shabbos. And everybody agrees you could do this. Vishoisim Zaysim Amitz, you're allowed to drink this Egyptian Zaysim, even though you're doing it for a fuah, because even healthy people drink. We have this many times already through the Masechta. Okay, so the Gemara says, hold on. You're telling me everyone agrees I'm allowed to do Boycheshinesa Shasis Vishabis. I could put together the Shasis on Shabbos. The Mishnah said, I'm not allowed to put together a mass on Shabbos. And Rebbe held not even allowed to add water. So the Gemara says, like Kasha, ha ba'ava. What are you talking about? A thick batter. So then the first opinion holds, you're not allowed to do it. The second opinion holds, you're allowed to do it. Ma'at, ma'at. That's what we had on top of the page. When we said everyone agrees it's mutter, that's baraka, talking about a liquid batter. Now, if you ever learn Hilchus Lush, Hilchus Lisha on Shabbos, you could spend a lot of time on it. There's a very, very uh, important distinction one must make when you're trying to figure out what you could do, what you can't do in the kitchen, there's a difference between a blila ava, which is going to be a thick mass, like a dough, versus a blila raka, it's going to be, a, you know, a salad dressing, so there's a lot more to, to be made when it comes to the blila raka, versus a blila ava, because a blila ava resembles making a dough, making a challah, versus a blila raka, making a salad dressing, so that, uh, 
is, is more lenient. And look at the Gemara, when it comes to Blila Raka, you're making the salad dressing, as long as you're Mashani, as long as you change from the typical way it's being done, it's Mutter Hechi Mashani. What do you do to change it? Amrav Yosef Bachal. During the week, during the week, people usually put in the vinegar, and then they put in the Shasas. The Shabbos, do something, do it, you know, change the order. He switched the order. That's one heter to do when it comes to a Blila Raka. The Gemara later on is going to bring the other heter that most women know about, Shasi uh, Arev, mixing it in a crisscross motion that is also mentioned in our Gemara. Next, Levi braid Ravuna Barchia. So Levi, the son of Ravuna, the son of Barchia, of Nashe. So there was a person who was the. Um, he was in charge of the animals, and he was the mixer. He was like your in-house uh, blender, and he would blend, well, mix all these foods for the animals. Just by the way, the Gemara uses the term uh, gabola. We have this in brachas. The Gemara says, let's say someone made a bracha, and before he eats, he says, gvila turi, uh, give, give food to, the, to, your, to your ox, to your cow. It's not called a hefsi because the person's not allowed to eat prior to feeding his animals. So just the, the term over there is also called gvil, to... Uh, to uh, to make a mixture, to mix the, the formula, whatever they're eating. So either way, there was this person. He was the Gabala de Nashi. He was in charge of feeding the animals, in charge of mixing things. So Levi found him, the Kagava of the Tari, found him on Shabbos. He was mixing this food, this bran, for the animals on Shabbos. So Batash Bey, Levi kicked him. Interesting, he kicked him, uh, you know, in uh, saying that he was... He was uh, protesting what he was doing on Shabbos. How can you do this? You're not allowed to mix this food for the animals on Shabbos. So Asa, Vua, Shravuna, Barchia came, and he saw his son, Ashkechei, he found Levi, Amarlei. So he said, Levi, your grandfather said in the name of Rav, Humanu, who's his grandfather, Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba. He said, Goivlin, one is allowed to mix the bran for animals on Shabbos, like Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda. However, Velay Misafin, that was uh, yesterday's daf, you can't stuff the, uh, the food into the, into the animal's throat. With the Loy Lucket Belishne, however, you have a young calf that cannot chew or doesn't know how to eat on his own, Mahalkatinle, you could, in fact, force feed it to get it to, to, get it to, to eat. Vahani Milihu, Dimishani. This whole hector of givel, of mixing, of, of kneading the dough, for, or the bran for your animals, it's only when you do it with a shinoi. And the Gemara says, Hechi Mishani, what's the way to do a shinoi? So the Gemara says, Amarav Yemar Bashlami Mishmetabaya Shasiva Ve'erev. You do it uh, vertically, horizontally, meaning you do crisscross motion. And it's not the typical way people would mix when they make a salad dressing, you want to do crisscross. When you're making a you know, tuna with mayonnaise, different, various things, you'll see people doing shasiva arev, ve'erev. So that is that's based on this Gemara. Vahaloy ma'arev shop. So the Gemara says, at the end of the day, it's not going to mix well. You're not going to have a good, uh, it's not going to combine well. So the Gemara says, Amarav Yehuda, minare lakli, you should shake it, either it means shake it in its own keli, or as the Ramam says, and this is how we pass in the Shulchan Aruch, you'll have to pour it from one keli to another keli in order to mix it. So I was once in a yeshiva, and they never had spoons for your coffee. So if you're drinking with milk and sugar, you have to mix it. So every single person that had made a coffee used two cups. So it didn't help them, it didn't save them any money, they didn't have spoons, because every yeshiva guy used two cups to mix your coffee. So that is mutter on Shabbos, uh, whatever you're, that, that would be called a shino, it's not a typical way to mix things, but if that's how you're mixing it, that would be fine. So far so good? Okay. So the Gemara says, Ksiv <coughs> apinkaseid is eerie. So there's something called apinkaseid, which means either a ledger or some type of notebook, and we're gonna have many of these uh, discussions in, uh, in today's daf. So you have Ksiv apinkaseid is eerie. On Ziri's ledger, on his apinkaseid, on his pinkas, it says, 
his notes, Amaris Kodam Rebbe, I once uh, said the following in front of my Rebbe, Umanu who's his Rebbe Ramchia, I asked him the following questions. This is, this is what we found in the, in, in the notes of Ziri. So he asked his Rebbe, Ramchia, Mahu Legabo, is a person allowed to, to need this uh, brand on Shabbos? So Amar, he told me, Usr, and I asked him another question, Mahu Lefarik, can a person uh, take leftover food from one animal and bring it to another animal. So you're, you're, you're uh, transporting the food. Is it a tircha? Amar, he said, mutter. It's mutter. Amar Rav Menasha. Chad kamechad, to take one uh, measurement of food and to bring it to one animal, that's fine. Trey kamechre, to take two measurements of food to bring it in front of two animals, shoppers, I mean, that's fine because that's what they're going to eat. However, Tlasa, if you want to take three portions, Kamei in front of two animals, Asr, because that's a Tircha Shalala Tircha. That was yesterday's off going through that when it comes to feeding your animals on Shabbos, you're only allowed to do what's necessary. Anything extra is taken away from your menucha on Shabbos. It's a tircha and it's aser. Rav Yosef, I know, kav vafilu kabayim. You have to take a kav, even a kabayim, which is a very large amount of food. Ula markar vafilu karayim, even bigger. You have to give whatever you want. Seemingly, it's not a tircha. It's uh, you want to give, feed your animals, um, you know, berevach. Not a problem. Next, Ksiv de Levi. We have another thing written on the notebook of Levi. Amaris Kadam Rebbe. I once asked Rebbe Umanu, who's my Rebbe, Rabbeinu Akadosh of Yudanasi, that they used to do Shasisa, they would, they would mix the Shasisa with the Shasis that we had in our Gemara in Babel. Rebbe would scream about this, he would be upset. You're not allowed to do this in Shabbos. Umanu Rabbeinu Akalish, Al Dahavu Govan Shasisa. He said that the Rebbe used to be, uh, used to scream in the streets. You're not allowed to do this on Shabbos. It's lush. Veles the Shmielu, nobody listened, the Shmiele, nobody listened to him. Veles Chela Bidele Meser, and he had no uh, power in his hands to be able to. Uh, Take them away and tell them it's Asr. Why? Because of the opinion of Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda, our Mishnah, which says Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda held the one is allowed to do Megablin Shetita on Shabbos, even if it's an Ava, even if it's a Blila Ava, it's a thick dough, as long as you do it, la la, you do it with So that's why nobody listened to Rabbi since there was a Mekel in town, Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda, and that's why. Uh, that, that's why nobody listened to the opinion of Rebbe. Okay, now we get into some Agatha Gemara. Interesting Gemara. Now, once we mention the notebooks of these Amaram, we mention the, uh, the Pinkas of Rabbi Shubin Levi. So it said the following in his notes. Someone who was born on Sunday. He will be a person and he will be complete with only one uh, character trait, meaning one Mida. That's all we'll have. So the Gemara says, my what does that mean? He won't have any other midah. He won't have any other good midahs. He won't have one good midah. Ravashi was born on Sunday, and we know Ravashi had great midahs. So how could it be that we said that anyone who was born on Sunday will only have one good thing about them? So the Gemara says, must be They won't even have one bad midah in their, you know, in their repertoire. I and Dimi Bar Kakoizda haven't bechabas Shabbos. You're both born on a Sunday. Ana Melech, I'm a Melech, I'm a Rosh Hashiva. That's Rav Ashi speaking. Vahu and this guy Dimi have a Reish Ganave. He's in charge of the of the gangs. He's in charge of the uh, 
the, uh, the mafia, he's not exactly the best person. So you see from here, it can't be talking about that there's no bad things for someone that, no bad midas for someone who was born on a Sunday. So the Gemara says, you're right, Ella, the mazel of being born on a Sunday is ikuli lativa, ikuli levishu. Either you'll be totally good or totally bad. No wishy-washy people, straight, you know, either good or totally bad. Now, now the Gemara in, in, bracket, in parentheses says, my timer, what is pshat, meaning what's the reasoning behind this mazel of Sunday? Because on Sunday, the first day of the week, yeah, light and dark were created. So there's no mixing. It's either your person's totally light, totally uh, or a person's totally chayshah. So we'll see exactly how this plays, you know, plays out in how we view our lives. It's a, it's a philosophical daf, but that's the first uh, part of the daf. Now next. So, Haiman did betray Bishabbos. What if a person is born on a Monday? He's going to be a person who gets upset. He's not going to be accepted. He'll be very, very argumentive. Why? My The waters were separated between the oceans and the sky. So, therefore, this person is a person, uh, is a divisive uh, person. Fine. Haiman did Someone was born on a Tuesday. He will be a, a wealthy person, very rich, very uh, passionate in business. Vizana, he'll also be someone who's a, who's a, who's a noyev, someone who's promiscuous. My timer, there's a concept of grass growing very quickly. It's the passion, it's the excitement. So we'll have, uh, he'll have challenges when it comes to Znos, but he'll also be successful in business because of that passion. The Pasik the says, we say, that Risham grow like grass, that, that enthusiasm. So that could also be a midah of Ashiras, it also be a midah of Znos. Next, someone who was born on a Wednesday, he'll be very wise, and he'll have Hadras Panim, he'll have a nice face. My Because the fourth day of the creation was the stars, the celestial beings. So, so you see the the, the beauty, the, the face. Haiman de Khamisha Bishabah, someone's born on a Thursday, he gvar goimel chasadim. He'll be someone who is a goimel chasid. My time mission di borobe dakumva. I feel the birds and the fish were created on, on Thursday. Rashi explains, and they don't have to go look for food, that Hakadish Baruchu always uh Hashem gives them the, their food is, is always available to them, birds and fish. So that midah they, they, anyone who's born on a Thursday takes sort of that midah and is nice to his fellow man. Haiman de Ma'ale someone who's born on a Friday, he gavar chazron. He's going to be someone who's always looking for things. Amrav Nachem by Yitzchak, what does this mean? Chazron be He's looking, anticipating mitzvah. He says, someone who was born on a Friday, they're getting ready for Shabbos, they're looking for their food for Shabbos, for their clothing. So this person is always going to be looking for new opportunities to help people to do mitzvahs. Now, Haiman de someone who was born on a Shabbos, He's going to end up dying on Shabbos. Why? Because he was Machal Shabbos. Meaning, because his mother, they were Machal Shabbos for him, for his birth, which is Motor. We had a whole parak. They're allowed to be Machal Shabbos for him. So as a punishment or as, as, a, uh, as a tshuva, when he dies on Shabbos, they won't be able to bury him on Shabbos because they can't be Mesasik B'meis on Shabbos. And it's some type of kapara. Very interesting. However, anyone who's born on Shabbos is, will have a tremendous kedusha. That is born on Shabbos. The pasuk says Vayikadeshu on Shabbos, so it will be an elevated level of of kedusha. So I'm a Rav Chanina. Rav Chanina told the Talmidim who read the Pinkus of Rabbi Shulman Levi. He said, "Puku Imulei Go out and tell Balivai, who is Rabbi Shulman Levi, Loi Mazel Yoyim Gorim. The Mazel of a day, that's not what causes a person to have certain character traits. Ella Mazel Shagarim. The Mazel of the time." Uh, there's seven mazalos, which we'll talk about in a moment. That's the mazal 
that a person has. Not a mazal of a day, the mazal of a choice. What are the seven mazalas? So we're going to see this in the Gemara. So there's a chama, noiga, koichov, levona, shabtai, tzedek, and madim. Rashi goes through them, and the Gemara goes, goes through uh, these things. If you're interested, I'm sure Art School has many footnotes on this. You can read about all the Mercury and Mars and different uh, mazalas. So let's see what the Gemara says. Haiman de Vechama, someone who was born in Mazel of Chama, which is son, Yehigavar Zivton, he'll be someone who is shiny, he'll have a nice face, he'll eat from his own uh, pocket, he'll be able to self sustain himself, he won't need to get into other people's businesses as the sun is self sustaining light. So that's the Mazel of Rezoi Galion, and he'll be an open book. That Transparent, you can see everything is revealed. The same Ganiv Lay Matzlach. If he steals, he won't be Matzlach because he'll tell people. He, he can't keep his mouth shut. He's an open book. And therefore, like the sun, that's the mazel of someone who is Becham. Haman de Koychav Noiga. Someone who was born in the Koychav Noiga, which I think they call Venus. He Gavar Asir, he'll be wealthy. Vizanai, he he. Interesting that the Gemara here again uh, compares someone who is wealthy and Mazana. My time, I'm de Isli Beinur. I have a fire, the Aish, that Taiva, which again could, could be passionate for someone in business to, to be a go getter. It could also be a go getter in other areas in life. So that's the mazel that this person will have. Haiman de Koychav, someone who has the mazel of Mercury. He Gavar Noher Vachakim. He'll have a shiny face and he'll be uh, uh, an intellectual. Mishim de Safar de Chamahu because the, um, the, the, the son will use him as a, like a secretary, as a Safar de Dina, as, as an officer. And he's next to the sun, and and somehow that he'll be able to learn a lot from the the power of the sun. Haiman de Bilvana, someone who was born in the mazel of the moon. So you get those characters. He gavar savil marin, someone who will always be uh, suffering, like the moon. Banai the sasir, sasir He'll build and will be destroyed. He'll have to destroy and it will get built. Meaning that, like the moon waxes and wanes, the, the, there's different. Uh, the the moon gets bigger and gets smaller. So this person will will, will never be matzliach in life. I'll have to rely on other people for for food. Like the moon doesn't have its own light. It, it relies on the sun for for light. Fishasi delay delay. You know, have to drink things that are not his. He'll have to rely on other people. For however, like the moon. His shine will be hidden, as the moon sometimes uh, hides. Imganav Matzlach. He could be, he could keep a secret. He'll be, he'll be a successful Ganav. Haiman de Shabtai, Someone who's born in the Mazel of Shabtai. Yigavar Machashavte Betelon. He'll be someone who all his ideas will never uh, come to fruition. Vista Amri called him a chashvin alei betelin. Anyone what uh, people think uh, uh, th- think bad about him will be mavat the different ways to learn shabtoi. Haiman de betzedek, someone who is in the uh, mazel of tzedek, he gavar tzatkan. He'll be someone who always does you know tzedek and tzedakos. Amr Rav Nachman Yitzchak vitzatkan b'mitzvahs. He gives tzedaka to poor people. Haiman de b'madim. This is probably the most famous one of all these things. Someone who is uh, born with the, uh, the the mazel of madim. Mars, which is red, Yigavar Asher Dama, someone who is, has the, the passion for, for spilling blood. Amar of Ashi, Iumna, he could either use it for, to be a doctor, Iganava, or he could use it to be, to be a, uh, to be a thief, to kill people. Itabacha, he could be a butcher, or a shaykhet, Imayla, could be a mile, he could use that passion for those things. Amar Rabba, Anaba Madam Havoi, I was born in the mazel of Madim, and I don't have any of these things. You also kill people. Why? Because there are stories in Shas that that, uh, that Rabbah would kill people or would look at people the wrong way. They would die for not listening to uh, the Chachamim. So he also are not so uh, not so innocent. Interesting that, that Abayah told that to Rabbah. 
Itmar. We have a discussion in the Gemara. Rabbi Hanina Oimer, Mazel, Machim, a person is wise based on his Mazel, Mazel, Ma'ashir. Based on your Mazel in life, you get wealthy, Vish, Mazel Yisrael. There is Mazel Yisrael. What does it mean, Mazel Yisrael? Rashi explains that Tefillah and Tzedakah, Daphne and giving Tzedakah, do not help one iota. Your mazel, the mazel of being smart, the mazel of being wealthy, and there's mazel for even if you're a yid. We spoke with the Marshal explains that we spoke about this on uh, Tisha B'av morning. One of the kinnas, you know, goes to Eicha, and we keep asking Kaddish Baruch Hu, how could this all be, right? And we asked that typically we're not supposed to be asking Hashem, questioning Hashem, uh, you know, what, what happens in life. The halacha is kishem shemavarchen alatoyd kach mavarch alara. Person has to accept everything that is lot in life. So we said a very important differentiation is actually a marsha on this Gemara. There's a difference between Klai Yisrael and an individual. When it comes to Klai Yisrael, we have the Teicha, we have the Brachas and Klalis. Im right? If you, if you go in the, the way of Hashem, you'll, you'll, you'll have a Bracha. If not, you don't keep the mitzvahs, Klalo, you have a Holocaust, you have all these different things. However, when it comes to the Yachid, by a Yachid, there, there's, some, there's, there's an element of Mazel that there are people we know, Tzavik, uh, how do we understand? Hashem said you're never going to be able to understand. So perhaps we could differentiate between the mazel, the Masha points this out on this Gemara, we differentiate between the mazel of Klai Yisrael, that we say that Klai Yisrael, there's a haftacha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never forsake us, but, as, but an individual, you, you know, whatever lot we're given, the chomidu umida that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, we have to accept it. That is one opinion. But let's see, no, there's no such thing as mazel Yisrael, meaning, of course, there is mazel, however, as Rashi explains, tefillah, to daven, and to give tzedakah, the schosim will help us. The other Rabbi Yechonon, Tamei Rabbi Yechonon goes with his opinion. The Amr Rabbi Yechonon, Minayin Shein Mazel. So how do I know that Mazel doesn't uh, is not a, doesn't fully apply to Klai? So meaning we have the ability through Tefillah, through Tzedakah, through Maisim Toivim to change our nature. Shneimar Koyim Hashem Al Derech Hagayim Al Tilmadu. Don't walk in the ways of the Goyim. Umei Oitzes Hashemayim Al Tichas. Don't be fearful of what they see in the sky through the astrology. Ki Yechatu Agayim Mehema. The Goyim are, are fearful of this. Meaning, Klai Yisrael don't have to be afraid of what they see in astrology. My servant, he's going to inherit me. I don't have any children. You're going to have a son. I looked I looked into the my mazel, into the into the astrology. I can't have a son. say when he said Go out from the mazel of you. There's no mazel Yisrael. So by the way, this is a tremendous philosophical discussion. We're going at Dafyami style. The article has, I think, 30 uh, different uh, sources you can look at. If you want to get into this, there's Rambams, there's, there's Maral's, a lot to discuss in this concept of Ein Mazel Yisrael, but we'll move on. So my daitach, so HaKadosh Baruch tells Avinu, why do you think you're not going to give birth, to have a child, the Koi Tzedek Lomarev, because you are from the Mazel of Tzedek, which is now in the west, away from the sun. 
and uh, it's in a cool place, so there's a concept of being cool and not being warm. That's uh, infertility. So I'll bring it back. I'll put your mazel back in the east. So who caused that Avram Avinu's mazel should change? And I'll have children. And we have a story with Shmuel. We could see ain mazel Yisrael. There is no mazel Yisrael, meaning a person's has the ability with their own actions to change their own mazel. The Shmuel of Avlet, Shmuel and Avlet, Avlet was this non-Jewish person who was very wise, and he was an astrologer, and they were Havayasi, they were sitting down somewhere, people were passing by them, and they were walking to pick up some reeds in the swamp. So Amar lay Avlet the Shmuel, Avlet tells Shmuel, you know, look at that guy, hi Gavra, this fellow, also he's going, Vlayasi, he's not coming back. I guess Avlet saw in the stars, this person's not going to make it. So, Tarek Lechivya Umayas. Why? A snake is going to come and a snake is going to, uh, a snake is going to, to uh, kill him. Amalei Shmuel, Shmuel told Avlet, Ibar Yisraelu, if this fellow is indeed a yid, I guess he wasn't able to tell. So if he's in, in fact uh, a, a Yisrael, Azov Asi, I'll tell you he's going to come back. He'll, he'll survive. Because ain't Mazel Yisrael. And Tefillah and Tzedakah is going to help him. So while they were sitting there, Azov Asi, this person came back. So come Avlet, Avlet came Shadi Latune. He threw off this guy's bundle. Ashach Bechivi found the snake to Pasuk Shadi Betarti Guve that was cut into two. Seemingly, when this person was cutting his reeds, he also cut the snake. So Amalei Shmuel, Shmuel asked this fellow, Mayavat, what, what good deed did he do? So Amalei, so he told Shmuel, because Shmuel knew that it must be that really he had the bad mazel, as Avlet uh, predicted. However, he must have done something to save him from his uh, bad fortune. So, uh, so Mayavat, what you do? Amalei, so I guess the beginning of work, all of our friends, we put you know, our, our lunch or the bread, we put it into one basket. And then by lunch, we all take out our bread. Today, one of us, didn't have food, he didn't bring bread along with him. He was embarrassed that he, he couldn't afford, he, uh, he didn't bring bread. I told the, uh, the people that... Um, that I have bread, he put in bread, and Kimatoli Gabe, when we reached him, it was his turn to uh, to uh, to take bread. Shavi the I made it as if I already ate. And uh, I already ate already. There's extra bread here. And so that he could just take one as if he himself put it there, not that nobody would realize that he didn't put in his bread into the mix in the beginning. So Amalei, so Shmuel told this person, mitzvah avat, he did a mitzvah, and with this chus, you were saved. Nafak Shmuel v'darish, Shmuel would go out on darshan based on the story with tzedakah, tatzal mavas. Giving tzedakah, caring for another person to make sure they're not embarrassed, can save someone from death. V'loy mimisa mishim, not only from a strange misa, but even typical misa, elam misa atzma, even misa atzma, tzedakah, tatzal mavas. We have two more stories. The next one's the mo- probably the most famous one that made it to the children's books. Umed Rabbi Kiva Nami, from the story of Rabbi Akiva, Ain Mazli. So we also showed that Ain Mazli is Rabbi Akiva Havilei Brata. He had a daughter, Amilei Kaldoi. The uh, the astrologers told Rabbi Akiva, the day she goes up to the chuppah, the day she gets married, Tarik la Chivya Umisa. A snake is going to to bite her, and she's going to die. Havadi Iga Amosatuva. Rabbi Akiva was was worried about this. He was he was constantly nervous about this. Havuyama that that day when she got married, Shakatalimach Banta, she took her golden brooch that was from her hair, Dasta Beguda, she stuck it into the wall. 
into a hole in the wall. It's rame, a nace happened, a save be'ene de chivya. She poked it into the eye of the snake. What's that for the next morning? Kikashakulin, when she took out her brooch, her tachshit, have a kasarach va'asi chivya. She literally pulled out a, a dead snake. Amalosh Abakiva Avua told her, asked her, Maya Vat, what, what? What mitzvah did he do? So Amalei, she told him, Mifanya, yesterday, the, the day of the wedding, Kara a, a, a poor person came, was knocking on the door, he wanted something to eat, everybody's busy with the pseudo, the pictures, the flowers, no one had time to take care of this person, nobody was listening to him. Uh, I went, I took my little uh, tuna wrap that they gave me in the collar room. I gave it to, to this poor person, and I gave it to him. Amar Allah, Rabbi Kiva told his daughter, Mitzvah Avat, you did this mitzvah, not for Rabbi Kiva Darash, it's Dr. Tatsun Mavas, Blavi Misa Mishuna, Elami Misa Atzma. It even says from standard Misa. Just by the way, there's a philosophical question here, a very interesting question. How does Rabbi Kiva let his daughter get married? If he's so, if he's so concerned that this is going to come true, how is she allowed to get married if it's suicide? It's a very interesting question. We're not going to uh, even attempt Should to answer that. Fast back then? Good Raya, right? They didn't fast back then. Very good Raya. Obviously not, right? What do you say? Maybe she was marrying a Chaim Berliner, so they didn't fast. <laughs> what? The day before, maybe? It, it, sounded like, it sounded like everyone was getting... Yeah, I don't think the fast is, uh, is, it has, has such a far, uh, far back history, but it's a good Raya, Chaim. I don't know. Not everyone uh, fasts. Umadur Avnachan by Yitzchak, Nami, if you... Yeah, go for it, Adam. Oh, you see, that would be the answer, right? So Rabbi Kiva was hoping that she would do something in life to save her. She would have some zechus. I hear. Good, good, good right, Adam. Okay. Next, let's do one more. Omid Rav Nachman from the story of Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Nami in Mazal Yisrael. There's no Mazal Yisrael. The image of Nachman Yitzchak, the mother of Nachman Yitzchak, Amalek Kadai, the astrologers told her, Baruch Ganavahu, your son will be a Ganav. So what did she do to protect him? She never let him walk around without uh, a head covering. She never, she never let him walk around with an exposed head. This is one of the sources that are brought down when we discuss wearing a yarmulke. Amrle, she said, "Kasi reishich, cover your head. Tihechi, that to have the alach imsa deshmaya uboy rachame." That two things. First of all, you should always have a covering on your head, so that you should always have the yira shemayim. That uh, the in other gemaras it says. Uh, I think Rav Huni used to wear uh, a head covering. He said, "Shchina lamala mirashi." The Aruch Hashulchan explains that when you wear a yarmulke, you always remember there's something on top of me. Right, that you don't control the world. There's something above me. That's what I tell when I when I when I work with uh, with non-Jews. They always ask me, "Why do we wear this?" So I say, "Just to remind me, there's something above me in life that I'm not the end all. There's God. I'm not God." Right. So he would wear this yarmulke. that you don't become a robber because that was the mazal. He didn't understand why his mother told him this. She never. He was a young child. One day, Yosef Kagaris Tusidikla. One day, he was sitting. He was learning underneath a palm tree, which was not his palm tree. The wind came. He wasn't wearing a bobby pin or a uh, kippons, and the wind came, blew off his yamaka. Or his, it doesn't mean his yamaka means some type of kerchief. They would wear dully, and he lifted up his eyes. Chazal Dikla saw this palm tree, and Alme Yitzray, his passion, his yitzhar 
took the best of him, strengthened Salik, he went up on the palm tree, he literally bit off a branch with his teeth. That's how passionate his midah, his mazel of being a thief was. But you see that when he was wearing his yarmulke, and I guess when he got older, he conquered this Yitzhahara, he was able to, uh, to save himself. So you see here of Nachama Yitzhak, another raya, a mazel Yitzhah, which means even though we do have mazel, it is within our ability through Torah, through Amas and Tevin, to go against that, uh, that nature. So Mertashem tomorrow will be the final daf of Masech Shabbos. Mertashem Tuesday night, we will, uh, we will learn uh, Masech Tashabbos Erevin together. Have a good night.